While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather Gay. I'm one of the owners of Beauty Lab and one of the hosts of this podcast, and I'm joined by Dre, the other owner, the other co-host, and together we are Drether. That went smooth. We like said it Drether even the same way. That was good. That was good. Look at us. We're huddled. It's like we're two vagabonds huddled around a garbage can dumpster fire, but it's just Dre's (laughs) laptop because our podcast equipment is at our second location to love, Riverton, and we had our staff meeting up in Murray today. And we have a soccer tournament in 40 minutes. Yep. And it just worked out and to be up here. I leave for LA in 12 hours. So <laughs> this is, uh, we're just renegades. <laughs> just two moms. We're going to just start beatboxing in a minute too and not even pay for the royalty-free music. <laughs> just two moms just running two a moms. med spa. Well, we've been dying, dying, dying to podcast I'm together. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in the Barbie world. Yes, it's the Barbie episode. It's the Barbie episode. So you... Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. There's so many layers to this Barbie onion. That I know. Are, I feel like are completely unique observations that I had. And I know what I'm most excited to do is talk to you about it because where I think it was like so poignant and like deep Easter eggs of like humor and you know, insight, I'm sure we're just like universally loved by everyone. Does that sure, make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think like, I was just we like, all have the really same aha moment. Yeah. yeah. We all have those same moments. Yeah. But like I think I'm wondering if there if our aha moments were the same or were different. Yeah. And also like I just want your full review of it and just to discuss it with you because we really haven't talked about no, it. No, exactly. And that's the thing. You saw it, you immediately texted me and said, I just saw the Barbie movie. You have to go see it. We need to podcast about it. Yeah. And then I had, you know, a couple weeks from hell and finally I got on board. I took my kids to see it. You're only two and weeks out. Like it's yes. it, yeah. it premiered July twenty first, right? Did it? Okay. July oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. July you're right, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're... I mean, when I went, it was still full. Like, yeah. it, every seat was taken. It was, like, a Monday night or something. Ugh. Of course, all of the cute girls in, like, matching outfits. Pink like, and... even when we pulled... So, I just had Christian. I took my two um, boys and then, my like, my mom, Elsha. Rem- remind the audience how old your boys are. So, um, Christian's 11 and Roman is 9. And they when were. When I met them, they were only four and two. Yes, I know it's so crazy. <laughs> They've grown so much, but like they were really stoked about about going to this movie. In fact, they asked if I could please rent out the theater, oh and my just gosh. for our family and friends. Um, but yeah, so we went, and when we pulled up, there was a group of girls walking in in like you know pink, Barbie pink, and like sparkles and stuff, and. I was just like, this is the freaking cutest thing ever. And then Christian got out of the car, and he, of course, we all dressed Barbie. Right. And he had a light pink, his favorite color, polo, and, like, white pants. And I was oh, just I like, and all of the girls were, like, freaking out. They are like, oh, my gosh, are you going to see the Barbie movie? <laughs> it was so cute. What did you wear? Um, I wore, what did I wear? Oh, I wore a pink tank top and white shorts. So cute. Yeah. And your so, mom went and Elsha And my mom went, my mom went, uh, wore a magenta blazer. She is so cute. Yeah, it was great. And Elsha wore her Barbie sweatshirt because she's a huge Barbie, Barbie fan. Yeah. So. I love that. I yeah. wore pink uh, palazzo pants and kind of a 
quilted white, pink, and purple top. Cute. And Margaret went with me, and she wore a magenta blazer. It was her actual... I think we went the day after her actual birthday. Her birthday is July 21st. And then um, Diane, Diane wore a white dress, a basic white dress. So we put her in the middle in the Barbie box <laughs> because she did not represent in Barbie pink as she should have. We barely said hi, Barbie, to her at the end of the movie. But um, I had seen the trailer. And okay. the trailer got me. Yes. Because it played Same. Indigo Girls, you know, the cover. Yes. It's who's I know it's Brandy Carlisle, but it's it, it her wife that she's singing it with, closer to fine. Oh, I don't I didn't know that it was yeah. a cover. Am I dumb? Yeah, it's a cover. It's Brandy Carlisle and I, oh, I my wish gosh. I could remember that. That is iconic. I hate when I do that. That's iconic. I know. I love that. I know. Well, Three okay, I didn't four. ever notice that in the trailer. And so imagine the gasp when they she's driving down the road and they start playing closer to you didn't fine. notice that no oh my gosh no okay. I thought that was probably what lured you to go no and then like literally all of us because it was like me Paul my mom Elsha all in the choir yeah all the choir members <laughs> they should know they know that and every we're just word like, oh my gosh it's close to the fine Their, her cover would probably be easier to sing as a choir yeah too, totally it's, just got, it's a little bit more lyrical but um yeah I that moment was so great I but know. like. Overall, what was like, what's, because for me, like overall, it was just, I was immersed in it, but there were like three or four things that just I'll think about or they'll pop in my head and I'll just get this like warm flood of like, that was such a great movie. And yeah. That was such a great moment. And like, but my overall takeaway that has been kind of happening and, you know, brewing over the last few months is that all of these really just astounding achievements that women are having right now, like Mindy Kaling's Netflix special was like yes the top grocer of all time or whatever and Greta Gerwig who has just had this incredible career yes and is is barely 40 mm-hmm. and is the first director to have like a billion dollar film it's so amazing it's so amazing I know I know it's so it was such a great movie. I know. And can we just like bow down to literally every woman that starred in that movie? Oh. Like Issa Rae. Oh, amazing. Margot Robbie. Uh-huh. America Ferrera was incredible. Is it I just <laughs> Katie McKinnon. Oh, Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon yeah. Like, why do I want to say Katie? Kate McKinnon. Weird you're Barbie. you're just like on a first name basis I know. with old Katie. <laughs> you know, me and all the Katies. But um I felt like okay. Let's talk about Barbie. Yes, let's talk about Barbie. First of all, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. If this okay. is going to contain spoilers, a, a word to our listeners: if you haven't seen the Barbie movie, uh, what's wrong with you? But also, yeah. um, don't listen to this podcast. Also, it's the return of America. It's the return of consumerism. It's the return of entertainment for entertainment's oh, sake. Yes. People in theaters eating popcorn. Yes. Sitting in close proximity, laughing yeah. and post COVID. Yeah. Post COVID, like. We're back. Like, movies feels, were gone. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that movies might be gone forever because streaming was so accessible and yes. so comfortable. Yes. And movies used to be, like, a total escape for me. Uh-huh. And instead, I brought the escape to, like, where I just never escaped my room now. Right, I just right. never escaped streaming content. But this was, it was, like, a, such a social experience, you know? Totally. Like, it, everybody's there with their matching outfits and with their girlfriends. And, you know, it's just, it, yeah. And to just, laugh collectively is kind of like a concert, like to hear people laughing at the same time you're laughing or at things that are, you know, or laughing, it just feeds the whole experience. And it felt really sisterhood and yeah. community yeah. and um, just, a, and not to 
you know, leave out any of the men. I mean, nobody cares about Ken, sure, but still, it was like the men were laughing as hard as oh, the women. Ryan Gosling was phenomenal. He was so, so great, funny. and he's never looked better. Never looked better. And yeah, was so totally charming, and grew up Mormon. Bing. Wait, yeah, Canadian. Oh, oh my gosh! Which is why he really understands that you know he the totally gets it. That Barbie poses. He totally gets it. So, did you play with Barbies growing up? Absolutely. And I was a weirdo that like played with Barbies until I was like in seventh grade, probably. That's not weird. I secretly did. I love that. Because I loved Barbie. And did loved. you play with your Barbies the way that the Barbies were acted in the film? Yes, completely. And is that the most magical it was of it all? so great. Oh my gosh. They nailed everything. Right they nailed, nailed everything. And like weird Barbie <laughs> was the best. Weird Barbie always in splits, her yeah. hair, her clothes. She has a weird arms, like her, marker on her face. She always had like the missing ring with the <laughs> hole like through her hand where the ring had been yes. pulled out and the, the weird uh, hair pulled from the root. Like weird Barbie was exceptional. Oh, I so loved good. how it was like what the world would be like if it was run by beautiful glamorous women. Yes. And how what a wonderful world it was. Like the way he when Ken had the surfing accident, by the time I finish the sentence, you'll be healed. Yeah. And they pull up the x-ray on the little heart insert. And like just the way they had the Barbies talk, the way that they had the Barbies live in this world where all the women dance and all the men dance, then the couples go off and there's a yeah. party and every day's the best day ever. It just made me believe in like the hope and magical spirit of childhood yes yeah and what it felt like to play with barbies it really had nothing to do with like shame or sex or body image it was absolute fantasy and yeah it was imagination i know did you play with barbies too then totally yeah i I played with barbies with my girls like had the four-story thing like the dream house yeah the the horses the sports cars yeah the pink i grew up in the generation of like once the barbie was out of its box it was in a plastic bin yeah and the toys never fit together the pieces were broken off and Mm -hmm. missing and like you just went to the barbie bin yes and so i really wanted to curate that a different experience both for myself and my kids so like I bought the sets the day they were released you know okay. not like the been opened on Christmas yes. taped up and your mom buys it in February you yes. know what I mean like yes. the dream house the car the stable the closet the, the closet yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. the Barbie that lights up and I remember when we flew to Florida Ashley was like we were on a trip to Florida Ashley was young maybe two or three um Georgia was a baby and she had the Barbie Ariel and she had some glowing mm. water in her tail that would light up. Okay. And it was this glorious, like special edition Barbie yeah. Ariel. And TSA, it was it must have been like she was probably two thousand five, because she was born in two thousand three. Yeah. TSA wouldn't let her take it through security because of liquid. It was during the like <gasps> oh, that liquid shoot. The height of, all of, of that. liquid yeah. issues. Yeah. And throwing that Barbie away, like it scarred all of us. Oh yeah. I mean, leaving on a six-hour flight, you know what I mean, with Aww. no Barbie. But it was fine. I just remembered, like, always indulging the Barbie fantasies yeah. because it made it, like, the dog that you could lift up the tail and it would poop and you could throw yeah. the ball. And <laughs> I mean, they really think of everything. I know. I know. No, it was so fun. I mean, for that alone, it was so much fun to yeah. watch. But then I think, you know, you always worry, like, when you a, a movie's been built up, Mm-hmm. that it's like not going to live up to what you thought. And so I, I tried to go in 
without like a big expectation, but honestly, my expectations were high. Yeah. Like, well, I, I mean, I, I can't rarely lie. like yeah. tout. Yeah, you were like, no, you have to go see this. And so I had high expectations and my expectations were exceeded. Really? Oh, totally. Because not only was it really fun and funny, but like it had such an important, bigger message. And it, you it, know, it had substance. Yes. It had a message. And the message in and of itself was packaged ironically. Yeah. So that, totally. so that if you didn't want to digest the message, or you were five, yeah. you didn't need to digest the message. Yeah. It was like the true art of like, here is a buffet before you. Eat what, what looks and sounds good to you. Yeah, totally. And, but there was nourishment for everyone at every level. Mm-hmm. If you hate Barbie, you've got to see this movie. If you love Barbie, you've got to see this movie. If you think it's anti-male, you've got to see this bar- movie. If you hate feminism, you've got to see this movie. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, it was so great and just to add on to it I really I so I saw it and then a week later went to the Taylor Swift concert that's right and with my daughters so I couldn't help but have my viewing experience totally color that you know the concert yeah yeah because it was like walking into Barbie land everyone was like hi Barbie hi Swifty hi Swifty we were trading friendship bracelets we were all wearing pink and dressing in our eras and it was you know like cowboy boots and sparkles yeah and everyone's outfit was head to toe with the clear purse and like lines for merch snaked for hours and we were happy yeah singing and just playing happy to and be talking there. Yeah. and no one was grumbling there was like no it smelled like everyone was sober you know what i mean yeah Although katie kirk did offer to buy me a drink <gasps> i mean she's it was and i saw katie kirk who's oh, like the shepherdess of all women yes. and carrie monahan and ellie oh ju- ellie monahan i just carrie and ellie are the most unique amazing women and i just loved that like they were at a swifty concert and they would have loved the barbie movie too and yes, i'm sure they did totally yeah and just to meet women that are just not curated at all their personalities are uniquely fabulous and strong uh-huh. and not an archetype Yes. Does that make sense? Uh, totally. I just totally like thank heavens for those girls for being original content. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Swift was like Swifty concert was like being in Barbie Land, and I cherished every minute of it. That's so amazing. So, what was like? What was your favorite part of the of the Barbie movie? So, I really loved when she would say something as an aside. And it was funny on like a slapstick Saturday Night Live level, uh-huh. and it was funny on a visual level, and it but it would like was funny on the fact that like it shouldn't be absurd, but because it was presented like as absurd, the fact we we're laughing because it's absurd, yeah. But the fact that we think it's funny because it's absurd speaks volumes. For yes. example, when she goes into the real world and yes. she sees the billboard for Miss, Miss Universe, Miss Universe, yeah. and it's you know. 12 beautiful women in bikinis with yes. full hair, makeup, nails. And she says, oh, the Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone dies laughing like that's so funny and yeah. so absurd. But is it? I know. Like, why not? And in yeah. her world, of course, they're the Supreme Court. Of course, they run the doctor clinic. Of course, they're their veterinarian. Of course, of course they're the construction workers. Yeah. yeah. Of course, they love each other. Of course. Oh, there's some construction workers. They'll help us. Yeah. We, we just need that feminine energy. Like, I know, Dying. that was another... That was another story yeah, where you yeah. guffaw and, you, and you're like... It's like, for anyone to think that it was it, hating on men, if anything, it was exposing, like, this is how much shit we eat. Yeah. 
and, yeah. and and you never let us be in charge. If you let us be in charge, we would have pink hard hats and matching vests, and it would be coordinated. And it would be so cute. So cute. <laughs> and Ken would also think he could do perform an appendectomy just because of his, you know, I loved it. I, loved I did it. too. I did too. And I saw a quote um, by Taylor Swift just to link the two back because there's so many things about them I think that are similar. It's just mm-hmm. like the endurance of their brand is um, – I saw her do like a TikTok or something where she was like, I think the worst kind of person is someone that makes fun of someone else for being excited about something. And if you think about it, like Mm. Barbie was excited about everything. She was excited about waking up, excited about waving to her friends, excited about her day, excited about her, you know, outfits, excited about her purse, excited about her accomplishments. And like, there is so much cynicism in the world today. There is so much criticism and like, you know, you second guess yourself and there's just, we're yeah. burdened with introspect. We're burdened with, you know, curating this social media image and this personality. And like, even people that are like, this is the real me that's curated too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all are trying to like define who we are. And I feel like we, because social media makes everything accessible on a platform, we're constantly projecting who we are. And maybe sometimes without really knowing if that's who we are. And yeah. maybe sometimes we get in the habit or maybe sometimes it's just what people expect of us so we don't grow or change. But like to feel like earnest and happy and uh, guileless in that during that movie and at the Taylor Swift concert was just like, we're not saying that life is perfect. No. We're not saying that pink sparkles fix anything. But let us love our outfits yeah. and let us be smart. Yes. Let us love to read and love to have sex. You yeah. Know? Let us be everything. It's not going to take away from anything that you want to have. Right. I, yes. I love that. And there was something magical to me about her saying, what if you're just typical Barbie? Yeah. You know, next level basic. Yeah. What if you are just typical Barbie? Just Stereotypical Barbie. And, yeah. And cook and have a husband and have a dog and have a baby. And, and you don't have happy. a PhD and you don't, and you, don't you know, want to, you're not the president. You know? yeah. And yeah. You're not the president. You're not a veterinarian. You're not an astronaut. You're yeah. not the Supreme Court. Yeah. I loved that too. And where is, does that mean you don't have value or does that mean, you know, you're not a Barbie? No. No, you're still a Barbie. You're an important Barbie. You're the most important Barbie yeah. because you're you represent all of us. Because yeah. I'm not a vet or an astronaut. I know. Same. But I loved every minute of that movie. Yeah, I did too. I loved it. That's yeah. So what was the most like poignant part for you? Honestly, Margot Robbie, um just kind of wrestling with like what if you're just typical, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like I found so much safety in, like, wanting to just only be typical because then it would just make life easier somehow. Sure, yeah. And I don't think, it's not about her saying that she's typical, but it's about recognizing who you are and your place in the grand scheme of, of everything in the world, but mm-hmm. more particularly, you know, as a woman and in the roles that are kind of, predicted for women sure and how we're put I think society has is continually putting us in a position where we have permission to be more and then we're shamed if we don't want more Mm -hmm. you know and then we're it's like there's no there's no safe zone it's it's a lose-lose there's no sovereign land it's like I want to be in this movie Barbie is everything 
She's a Supreme Court justice. She's a size zero. She has hair to the middle of her back. She has perfect lashes. She has flawless skin. She, you know, she doesn't have pubic hair. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't, her self-care is like, yeah, and she doesn't even have to drink. Like, yeah, she, she doesn't have just to ingest pretends. food or yeah. process it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she still has to find her place in the world. And I just think there was something uh, sweet to me about taking away all of the ambition and implications and expectations and resentments of just women kind of in this last generation and saying, at the end of the day, we all just want to dream, be creative, mm-hmm. embrace who we are, and aspire for something more, and without context, yeah, without politicizing it, without feeling shame, without feeling you know resentment. But like, I love that it was like Barbies have been played with for a hundred years. How many mm-hmm. years? It's like fifty years yeah. for Barbie or something. Uh, or seventy maybe. Because didn't she come out in the nineteen fifties? Yeah. So Ruth yeah. Handler. And just like saying, it's the world that colors our experiences, you know? It's the world that makes us cynical. It's the world that says, you're excited about that? That's stupid, you know? Like, I was going through Annabelle's old Google Docs because we had the same Google Drive. I don't know. It was probably smart back then. (laughs) Less smart now. And I found these little things she'd made. And one was just she'd started like a manifesto. And it just said, unicorns are my life. And it was just one line. And I... You know, it's kind of what we've talked about before. Like, we are magically powerful when we're 10 because the yeah. world hasn't hasn't told us we should be anything other than that. Yep. And we don't know that unicorns, our life, makes us a mini, a yeah, oh, kind of a weird, yeah, yeah. makes us like, oh, you're one of those girls, yeah. you know? Like, I'm, I'm every woman. Yeah. And I've never really seen it in that context where it's not, it doesn't feel politicized. Yeah. It just sure. felt pure to me. And with, the, as a mom of three girls who aspired to be Barbie, still aspires to be Barbie in so many ways. I was proud that I wanted that instead of feeling, like, shamed. Yeah. Well, and I really did appreciate that they did kind of address, like, sort of the the other side of Barbie where it's like, hey, you've given women, like, these unrealistic expectations. expectations, you know? Like, we can't do it all. We can't be a size zero. We can't have perfect skin and perfect hair. And even when uh, Helen Mirren does that little voiceover when Barbie's like, yeah. I'm not perfect anymore. And she's like, note to the filmmakers. Using <laughs> Margot yeah. Robbie yeah. as your example is not wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to illustrate this point. Yeah. And so I appreciated that, like, that they addressed it, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, like, we're all sit- sitting here saying, oh, let's all be Barbie. But the truth is, is, like, that is a tough expectation to live up to. But I love that, you know, it, when the, the girl says that to her at the school, that she's like, it wasn't supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. I was meant to empower you and make the world better. And it was a little reminder to me that, like, we got to give a little more grace to Everyone, everyone, including ourselves, you know, we're all just doing our best. Everybody has, well, hopefully everyone has good intentions, you know, and, you know, let's squeeze all of the good that we can from everything out of what, like, let's, let's pretend some things can just be pure. Like, let's just keep some things untarnished with the shadow side. We know everything has a shadow side. Yeah. But like, there's a reason we love fairy tales. There's a reason that you know we love that sleeping beauty can be awakened with a kiss like it's let's suspend mm-hmm. reality mm-hmm. and embrace imagination and fantasy and like i 
when I hold or look at a Barbie, I don't feel bad about myself. I feel like this would be amazing to be her and I want to play with yes, her. Yes, totally. Like, I want to take this doll out into the world and have her flirt with Ken and drive a convertible and live vicariously because I don't want to be Barbie, but I want to I want to pretend I am. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not aspiring to get plastic surgery and be a real-life Barbie. I just... Yeah love the fantasy of it just like little boys love matchbox cars and yeah they're not going to drive forklifts yeah but we don't shame them for playing with them totally you know and in fact we it's funny because my one thing that i would say about the movie that like was kind of disappointing was that they didn't really bring any little boys into it like because i have two little boys and like they've both played with barbies separately from like it's not elsha's barbies we've literally gone to target to buy barbies, barbies. what barbies are they drawn to what kind like just stereotypical barbie. like typical barbie yeah malibu barbie yeah like there i think i've got a yeah bikini barbie a some swimsuit barbie they, they want to take in the tub and you know whatever like yeah. And they had, I had a Justin Bieber Barbie for them, and then like, that's some, a really like a good vet point. Barbie it or was something. Very, it was very and gendered, just that this is yeah, the little girls. Yeah, and I appreciated that it was not like they didn't sexualize at all in the movie. I mean, they kind of gave that one nod um, with the construction people, and when she says, just so you know, I don't have a vagina. He doesn't have a penis. I I actually loved that because I was like, all right, well, that's straightforward. And yeah. we're saying that this is not a sexual thing. I mean, I, I did think that, like, having Alan as such a sexual force in the film was, was distracting. <laughs> I love Alan. You know, Alan Alan was a sexual dynamo <laughs> representing all, all male, male sympathizers. Yeah, but, like, um, <laughs> I, I was missing the little boys that also play with Barbies. And also, where's our gays? Yeah. I mean, I know there was like, you know, some little shout outs and everything and, you know, some of the Kens and whatever, but like. Some of the Kens. Also, we know some of the Kens. But like how many gay little boys played with their sister's Barbies and were shamed for it? Like right. let's. And that like the, secretly played with the Barbies. Yeah. You know? And so I was, I was missing a little bit of that where I was like, oh, that would have been interesting to see that. But I understand maybe how maybe. Barbie point two. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie part two. Point yeah. 2.0. 2. So. I, that's, I mean, I, because I really think that would be cool too, because it's really, it, it puts, it drives home the point that what this is really about is like imaginative adulthood. Yes. It's adult toys. Yes. And, and so they have to have adult bodies. Yep. You know? Yep. And I remember finding the Ken and the Barbie in, you know, their legs intertwined. Yes. And that's, how else are they supposed to do that? You know? With yeah. The, the, Playmobil little soldiers, you know, it doesn't work. But it's a perfect expression of, you know, development. Yeah, absolutely. Which, if we really got down to it, like, it's it it was it's not just adult like adult toys. It's not just adult dolls that we're attracted to. It's a a fantastical form of adulthood. Yes, totally. A dream form of adulthood. Not that it doesn't have to be attainable. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be an artist, an astronaut, and a 10. It's God doesn't work that way. <laughs> but you can pretend to be. Absolutely. And full makeup with your gravity, you know, anti-gravity helmet. Yeah, I, I loved the movie, Heather. And I think, like, you know, I've, I've read a little bit of controversy about it. I know that they said patriarchy five times and, you know, whatever. I didn't even notice when and they said it. I, and the, I had read that article actually before I saw it. And so I was expecting to hear it 9,000 times. Yeah, like but they literally, would be doing it performatively. I think they said it like four or five times, maybe more, but th- that's what I noticed. And, you know, some people may think that it's overdoing it, but the truth is 
is you always tell the staff, somebody has to see something 14 times before it makes an impression. Mm -hmm. So can we please say patriarchy 14 times <laughs> so that we can please have some respect for women and stop the regime? You know, like sometimes that repetition and sometimes doing it on a grand scale is what we need in order to have it go into our brain. And more than just like the repetition of the message to me was really just like hopefully it would expand it expanded my consciousness like no actually open yourself up to what would the world really be like mm -hmm. if not just women but if barbie yeah it. yeah because women were messed up but sure. barbie's not yes and this is what the world would be like and just to open up your mind to that possibility mm -hmm. that's the bigger message than just like Patriarchy is bad. The message is you've never considered what it could be if you weren't in charge. Yeah. And not strong men like women in charge, but Barbies. Yeah. Barbies with Barbies. hair to their waist and giant tits and small butts and perfect calves. Yes. What if they were in charge of the world? And that is a beautiful, creative, feminist idea. And there's nothing threatening about it at all. Yeah. I know. I loved it. I loved it. And I loved... It, well, it made me uncomfortable at first, but then I loved it that there was no happy ending between Barbie and Ken. I was expecting it literally until the very end. <laughs> and I realized what I was doing, and I'm like, right. holy shit, she already said she doesn't love Ken. Right. Like, she Ken already said she does not want that to be her ending. So I was expecting it to be like, he's going to have a change. And then, yeah, like, somehow that's all she needs. And I'm like, She's look typical at, Barbie. What else do you yeah. want? You got Ken. Like, yeah. look at the misogyny in me mm -hmm. that was expecting a happy ending between Barbie and Ken. And it was. It was a beautiful ending between Barbie and Barbie. Between yeah, Barbie between, and her gynecologist. Yeah, Barbie and her gyno, which is the truest <laughs> relationship. Yeah, and it's also kind of like... A celebration of just, I forgot what I was going to say. It was really touching. But, yeah, Barbie and her guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I, oh, I know what I was going to say. It's this enthusiasm, this lack of cynicism, this, like, guilelessness, this enthusiasm. When, like, the president's like, no comment. Like, I can be yeah. funny and I can laugh at my jokes. Totally. I can, I can acknowledge my power. And I don't have to defend or pretend or posture. Yes. And that's that was kind of that sweet spot that they just nailed of like, we are not trying to be anything other than what we are and we're celebrating it and we're not embarrassed to celebrate it. Yeah. My feet are flat, you know? Yes, like, my feet are flat. Hey, I feel that. One of my other favorite parts that felt very relatable and conspiratorial um, was when, when they're enacting the plan on the beach and all the Kens are singing, sorry, Casey, we love you, but the I want to push you around song for a fucking ridiculous amount of time. And all the Barbies are like, and listening. like, I just related so hard because I'm like, how many times have I listened to some dude play the guitar and sing a song that I actually don't really care about? And it, he doesn't really do it that well. And... I have to, you have to sit there and oh good wow you have to gaze so in his great. eyes and, or have him gaze in yeah. your eyes and, and like pretend to like be into be into a it. horrible song and then like and then push you around and then I'm when in. they're like you know passing each other and like they just make that little eye contact the the Barbies with the Barbies and I was just like yes sisterhood yeah that's yes, what we like, that's what we secretly do all day long. all day long <laughs> we have to pander and pretend. 
and play to these people. Because no one's ever told them that they're not in charge. Yes, yes. And we're supposed to pretend that they are. Yes. But... You and know, I, and, and so really I is. loved that, like, even in the Barbie world, that was happening. I'm like, see, girls, you get it. Like, this is what we're all doing. We're all playing along. And, you know, and it, it was oddly comforting. But, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. And, you know, in, in the car on the way home, um, my nine-year-old did say, I wonder if Ken's going to get a dream house. Because, oh. you know, he's a boy, and so he related to Ken. Yeah. And I in, initially was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I hope he does. And like, I, you know, it was kind of like, oh, we got to be fair or whatever. And then I remembered that in the movie they said, as long as it's unfair in the real world, like Barbie, Ken will have just as much power in the Barbie world as Barbie has in the real world. Oh my Do you remember that part? Yes, but I didn't and really get I, it. I didn't either until then I was thinking about that. And then I repeated that to Rome and I was like, well, you know, Ken will probably get a dream house as soon as it's equal in the real world because women are getting their yeah because do you remember when they said that and he was like oh yeah and i was like so yep hopefully it gets to be that way so that ken gets his dream house you know like it was it was really interesting and it it um sparked an interesting conversation between me and my boys and one of them did point out but mom you have a job you have your own house you know and i was like (laughs) Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi. Hi. Totally. I totally, totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, are we Barbie? Yeah. And it's, like, the first time, like, Barbie would never say, just two moms running a med spa. Mm -mm. Barbie would be, like, two brilliant, kick-ass, amazing women that found each other and were not afraid of their dreams. Yes. And walked into an industry that they, you know, that tried to break them down. That and, they and I'm not being dramatic, like we just, yeah. but we don't even we don't even know how to package power in a way that we is not apologetic for us, and we don't know how to package strength, and we don't know how to package business bravado in a yeah. way that's not demeaning and apologetic and happenstance. And I feel it for sure as a housewife too. Like I'm not allowed to be proud of it or celebrate it because it's trash TV, and it's just yep. you know it's it's trash bucket women, or it's you know you're a hot mess or whatever. But you know what? We're also survivors and amazing, and I love the housewives. You Dude, know? I could and not like, do what housewife. you guys do. Hi, housewife. <laughs> and, and we apologize and pander and excuse and pretend like everything's luck yeah. or everything is, you know, at the expense of someone else. And, you know, men don't have to do that yeah. in the real world. When the truth is the re- whole reason that any of you guys are on that show is because you're dynamic, interesting, talented people. <laughs> yep. You're but Barbies. Just, but Barbie doesn't have that shelf of shame or pandering or you yeah. know that, that because it's her world totally but we've never felt empowered like that in order to not to feel that way we're so indoctrinated to be like i'm the luckiest girl in the world men don't say that when they're successful i'm the luckiest man in the world yeah because i built a business and bought a house you know he, that's what he expected to do totally. because there was no no one ever told him he shouldn't yep but we are barbies we are barbies hi barbie hi barbie Oh, I'm so glad you told me to see it. I loved it. I loved it. Too. I think hope everybody goes to see it and you know celebrate in the in the dream house with us. That's yeah. what I, beauty you know what love Barbie, is our dream house. Yeah, and you know what Barbie would do? Barbie would buy the lips. Barbie would be <laughs> yeah. like, let's go to beauty lab. Honestly, She'd float Barbie, down to her convertible and Barbie belongs here. Yeah, just like everybody. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's a Barbie here. Yep. Aww, I know. I loved it. I loved it too. Well. 
great. We did the Barbie movie. Yeah, and, and it's our th- song, Closer to Fine. I know. It's all coming together. It's, yeah. a, it's all MacTube. It's well, so true. Bye, Barbie. <laughs> Bye, Barbie. <laughs> Remember that the lab loves you. The lab loves you. The lab loves Barbie. And the lab loves men. It's exactly. They're not Ken's included. Ken's and You are enough, Ken. <laughs> and life is short. Bye, Bye the lips. I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. I looked to the children. I drank from the fountains. There's more than to these questions pointing me in a crooked line and the less I seek my source for some definitive closer I am to find